0: Welcome to the Every Nation Taipei Podcast. We're here to help you know God, discover your purpose, grow in your relationships, and make a difference in Taipei, Taiwan, and beyond. We hope this message encourages you today.
1: Today, I want to introduce my wife she's going to share with, with, with all of you that we kind of jointly together with this message. My wife, I call her my spiritual Ruth. Spiritual Ruth. Because Ruth to Naomi is my wife, Jan to me. Many, many years, our marriage, 46 years. My wife, she is like this. She said, your God is my God. Your people are my people. Your land is my land. Wherever you go, I go. Wherever you lodge, I will lodge. When you live, we live together. When we die, we die together. Nothing can separate us. Separate us until the death do us apart. This is my Ruth. She's been with me for 46 years, and I want to give God the glory this morning. I have the honor to introduce my wife Jen. She will be able to come and share that word with all of, us, all of us. Can we give God a cup offering? Thank you, Lord. Would you come?
0: Okay. So for twenty years we lived in China, and we planted churches there. And um, so our churches were not always in a building. Sometimes and often, and now it's necessary for them to be in a house. And so we talk about in the book of Acts in the New Testament that we go from, lo- from house to house and church to church. And we mean that literally. In China, we planted uh, just recently, as you know, we just came out of a pandemic called COVID. And um, it started in China in in a city called Wuhan. And in that place, in that city, we planted our first uh, a church there, one of our church plants there. It, By all uh, reports, it is still going very well in, in that place of Wuhan. So <clears throat> we are thankful for it. So as an individual and as a family, we are committed to our local church here at Every Nation. We also belong to a connect group, and we really, as we travel, we plant local churches in China and abroad. So today I want to talk to you about five principles how to change your world. Um, The key verse, if if the uh, um, if the people doing the um, So the key verse is from Job chapter 22, verse 28. You will decree, declare a thing, and it will be established. Decree is a declaration. It's a formal command of authority. God wants to put into your mouth the power to change your world. When a decree goes forth, it changes you personally, and it changes your world around you, whether that be your family, or your local church, or assembly, or house church. So let's go back to the beginning. Let's talk about Genesis chapter one, verse two. The earth was formless and void, filled with darkness. Doesn't this represent our, day, uh, our world today? There's a lot of darkness in the world. And no matter uh, where you are, whatever event is happening, you, you will see that there is not only a darkness, but in verse 3 in Genesis, it talks about um, that God said, let there be light. And so in Genesis chapter 1, verse 2, this often represents our world today. Perhaps you can identify with this. Maybe you come from a broken home or you're a single parent because your home is broken. Maybe you feel empty life, like you feel numb, like you feel like there's no life in you. And then we know that in many places in the world that there is darkness because wherever there is a people who do not yet no, Jesus Christ, they are filled and they are living in a darkness. But God said, Let there be light. And so, in seven days in creation, God was able to declare. He declared a word and he changed something that was formless, without void, something that was empty, something that had a lot of darkness. He gave it a vision. He gave an order, and now there is an order. In in my testimony, many times we hear the Lord speak to us in uh, our youth, or we receive our calling. And so when I was about seven or eight years old, um, I was in a Sunday school. I don't remember who my Sunday school teacher was. I don't remember... even the church that I was in, but I remember the message. And the message was that there was a people that lived on the other side of the world from North America. They looked very different. The people on the other side of the world had small almond-shaped eyes, where I, uh, in the West, and in North America, many of us have big, round eyes. We eat differently. We were taught at seven or eight years old, that whereas I eat with a fork, knife, and spoon, but people on the other side of the world eat with two sticks. And if you listen to the language, you wouldn't be able to understand them because uh, their language is different from English. Even written is different from uh, the alphabet. But yet there's one thing that people on the other side of the world, and already you know Uh, where that is, that's Asia, and uh, they told us there's one thing we all need, and that is we all need to know Jesus. And so at that age, at seven or eight years old, that I decided that, Lord, if you ever opened a door, an opportunity for me to go and to share with this people in Asia, I would be willing to go and to do that. And so I'm 71 years old now, and so it took a long time. It was a life journey to go, but I began to practice. I began to practice uh, to hear the voice of God. And so um, that taught me how to wait on the Lord, to obey him, and how to wait on his timing. So number two is what you decree will be established for good or bad. In Proverbs 18, 21, it talks about death and life are in the power of the tongue. Isn't that true, death and life? We have such a powerful tool in our words. James chapter 3, verse six says that by the tongue, we can ruin the world. We can turn harmony into chaos. We can throw mud on a reputation. We can send the whole world up in smoke and go up in smoke with it. Smoke right from the pit of hell. That comes from the message version. And I want to identify with it. Don't we see that today? That the whole world in the chaos, it can just go up in smoke. We, we, we experience that with the, with the events that happen in the world uh, today. We can relate with this scripture Uh, First Peter, chapter 3, verses 9 and 10 says, He who desires life to love and see good days must keep his tongue from evil. We really, really must guard our heart and guard our tongue. uh, Because in the power of our words is life and death. So number three is, we need to fill our words with the promises of God from his word. And we do that so that that is part of guarding our heart. You, you speak from uh, the issues of your heart, and from the issues of your heart, that will come out in your words. We know that when we get frustrated with our loved ones, uh, could be our children, could be our spouse, could be family members. We have a harsh word to them, and um, and as we speak. But if we fill our hearts with the promises of God, that is one way we can keep these words coming out that would damage people, damage relationships, especially if you're in authority over someone. Uh, that that you, you, if you speak the promises of God over their life, they will be kept from evil. So Jesus said, the mouth speaks out of what fills the heart. So we have to guard our heart at all times. We need to start today um, and not despise small beginnings. We have young people Young children in China that attend our our church, and as they attend our our, our church, they begin to journal in uh, age appropriate uh, terms and words about what the message that they have heard from Sunday school and from the sermons that they listen to, they begin to journal it. And how do we know that? Because they send it to us. And oftentimes we encourage the adults and say, look, even children are able to hear from the Lord and be able to uh, share the, the life of Christ that's in with them. And so it's really important as you feel your heart with the promises of God that you begin to take down a step at a time on your life journey. Take down the old world. Take down your dream. Take down the world's dreams um, and give God, take on God's dream, God's uh, vision for your life. And uh, as we declare Every morning in our devotional time with him, as we declare uh, this in our life now, we can believe him for tomorrow's fruitfulness. And as we begin to thank him each day of our journey uh, and, and begin to take on more of Christ's likeness, we'll become more like him. We'll be more of a light in this dark world than uh, today than we were yesterday. Isaiah 55 verse 11 says, "My words work will complete the assignment I gave them. So the fourth uh, principle I want to share is boldly proclaim God's word over your circumstances. First, we talked in Genesis, about let there be light, let there be freedom, let there be liberty to the oppressed, to the people living in dark, darkness, let them come into a marvelous light. Also Paul in Acts chapter 14 10 says to the cripple, you, 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 you stand up and walk. The cripple didn't make any excuses. He didn't say, "Um, excuse me, Rabbi, excuse me, sir, did you notice my legs? I'm a cripple. I can't walk. No, the word of God says he instantly, he immediately jumped up, even in his weakness, as far as he knew, he jumped to his feet, he stood for the first time in his life, and he even walked. I've heard testimony of many times of a healing coming forth, from a crippled person uh, in a church service, and they not only walked, but they ran, and they ran, and they ran. Let's not make excuses. Let's, even though all of us, myself included, is a cripple, we all have our weaknesses. We're human beings. We all have our weaknesses, but on a life journey, and as we feel, our heart with the promises of god as we connect with our local church as we have friends in our connect group as we pray together as we worship together as families as individuals as a community of believers we will find out that jesus jesus is saying to us you you stand up and walk and obey me just go wherever i lead you wherever i revealed to you to be an influencer in your life so jesus often spoke to people that way maybe you feel you identify with lazarus someone who feels like they spiritually died maybe you feel you're numb in life but yet jesus says lazarus come forth and be resurrected or maybe you feel and can identify with the woman who was caught in the very act of something sinful. And, and yet, Jesus said to her, woman, you are loose. You are free you, from bondage. Go and sin no more. Maybe in our in our world where you live, it may seem to be very chaotic at the time, but remember Jesus who said to the storm, Peace be still. God is saying to you in your crippledness, in your weakness, He's saying, Peace be still. So, as um, I'm coming to an end, and I'm going to ask my husband to come back up and minister the word to you, um, I want to talk about John chapter 1, verse 22. Here it's talking about John the Baptist, John. They, they want People wanted to know, who are you anyway? Who are you? So I'm asking you to ask yourself, who am I? Who am I anyway? John responded. He said, I'm not the Messiah, but I am a voice. I am a voice speaking in the wilderness, and I'm making way for the Messiah. So I want to say to you, cripple. I want to say to myself, cripple, that God is healing me in my life journey. And as he's healing me, he's saying, first, stand up. Then he's saying, walk. Don't, Don't make any excuses. Don't talk about your circumstances. Don't even ask, why me? In our little tiny minds, finite minds, we're not going to be able to figure everything out. But God is saying, Jesus is saying, just obey me. Just be an influence. Uh, First seeing yourself transformed, then seeing your marriage transformed, seeing your family with your children transformed, especially Chinese New Year is going to come. And you're going to be meeting with all kinds of relatives. And and we have all kinds of relatives, don't we? But we're going to meet with them. And we're going to be a light to them. And we're going to speak positively. And we're not going to let them use us to speak a word of death, but we're going to speak life to them. And so here's a few things that as um, you're going to go and have lunch, then you're going to come back to the intercessory prayer meeting that's this afternoon. What a better, there's no other better way than to be with a body of believers and pray in the new year. So I want to invite you. I want to encourage you to come. You may say, why me? I don't, I, 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 I'm I. just a, I, I'm just have a lot of weaknesses. How will I be able to contribute anything to the intercessory prayer? Well, there's a Jesus in you and that Christ likeness in you. And as you come by faith, God is going to heal you and heal you more And more and more. And you're going to see more Christ-likeness come out of your life. You're going to see the fruits of the Spirit come out of your life. And as it does, it has authority. And it has love, joy, peace, goodness, kindness, gentleness, patience. That's the one I'm working on. Patience and self-control. Nine fruits of the Spirit to be more like Jesus. That's our endeavor that's our goal, isn't it? In this lifetime. So, if you if you feel like you're condemned, like there is a condemnation in in your life, condemnation in your life, then you can say, I am the righteousness of God. Overcome condemnation with your conviction. You can say, I will overcome any giant in my life with. Whatever it may be, whatever it may be as an individual, as a family member, as uh, a missionary, as uh, wh- whatever we are, we're more than a conqueror. And being more than a conqueror can take down any giant that the enemy would put in our life because the Christ in us is greater than anything that we could have. If we are have an illness or sickness, we we claim and we claim the word of God that says, "I am healed by His stripes." We can be secure in uh, in Christ, in our identity with Him, because we are a branch and we are connected to the Holy Vine. Some of us maybe are wondering about our finances. And we're going through a difficult time uh, with our job situation and our income. But God says in his word, I am blessed going out and I'm blessed coming in. We can, we know that we have been redeemed by the curse of the law, by the work of the cross of Jesus Christ. We have All in spirit, spiritual inheritance, because we are a child of Abraham. We can do all things through Christ who strengthens us, and therefore, any weakness, anything that seems to be crippling our life, can be defeated through that word, the word of God that resides in us, not only as. Uh, words but as a rhema word as something that God has enlightened given us revelation of I am strong in the Lord and in the power of his might I am born of God and so because I've been born again and so we can overcome poor self-esteem our identity maybe we weren't wanted as a child Maybe we didn't feel we were wanted in a, in a school or in a, in a group as we were growing up. And we feel like we're kind of insecure and not sure where we belong. But yet, Christ is saying, because you are born of God, because you believe in Jesus Christ and his work on the cross, that you can overcome any poor self-esteem that you may have you are crucified with Christ. And because of that, because we are crucified on Christ, we can overcome the temptations of the enemy that he may throw upon our life. All of us are very vulnerable, but yet we can overcome. We can overcome because we have been crucified with Christ. And so many of you are wondering, if I do go to Uh, and and speak to my family, or to my church, or to my community, to unbelievers, or go to another land, if I'm chosen to go to another land, how can I be sure that I have power and authority to do so? Well, the word of God says, we are a chosen generation. We are part of the royal priesthood. We are part of holy nation we are the tribe of jesus christ we all are connected through jesus christ that's our tribe is our right here is my tribe right here and when i go to china i have a tribe there i go from tribe to tribe my husband and i and so i'd like to leave you uh with uh the last scripture romans chapter 10 verse 8. The word is near you. Put in your mouth and in your heart. If you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart, God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. This is the word on your heart that you're to take to those who do not yet believe, but ha- but that God has called you to. So if you can share with them the hope on your heart and reveal to them and say i'm not perfect but who i but you should have saw me yesterday i'm better than i was yesterday i've been transformed not only myself but my family and i we will serve the lord my church and i we will serve the lord my mission field and i we will serve the Lord. If everyone could please stand at this moment. I'm going to ask my husband to come back and and to share about the light again in a powerful testimony.
1: Hallelujah. First of all, I want to give God the glory. Yesterday, I could not speak a word. I could not make any sound. I wasn't able to do that for a couple of days. And today, I can feel my voice is coming back. Andy and Becca, they're here, and they can witness to, to that. I couldn't speak yesterday, but today I can speak. So can we give God a clap offering? He is healing me, and by his stripes we are healed. Uh, as we're coming to close, I want you to know the whole message is about how do you change your world. As we enter into 2024, God is going to use you to change your world. And the way we are going to do it is that we're going to do what Job did. We're going to make the decree, and the decree shall be established. We're going to make that proclamation, and that proclamation is going to be established. I want to start with my quickly with my story. I was actually brought up in the environment in the in in uh, Taiwan, where I really felt that I have absolutely no 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 hope, uh, no future. I feel that I was not a good student. I was kind of drop out, and and I got flunked also in school, and I felt that I had no future. But lo and behold, God gave me a dream. God gave me a dream, said someday, that you're going to go back to your people. And that people, that in China, 1.4 billion people, you're going to tell Pharaoh, let my people go. When I had that dream, I began to pursue that dream. I said, God, good Do everything you can to fulfill that dream because I'm here. I want to respond to that. Lo and behold, God brought me to the U.S. I was trained in America spiritually as well as professionally. And we were doing well as far as our income and jobs. And uh, I was just going up higher and higher in the company. But lo and behold, God reminded me, you did not come to America for American dream. You come to America for my dream. And my dream is I'm going to send you back to China. And so, but I will tell you one thing. If you're willing to give up your name, I will give you the people in China. So I gave up my name for the last 27 years. Because I feel the Lord has given me the joy, given me the passion, gave, gave us the grace to serve China. How did that start? I was on the business trip in 1985 to China, representing American company. I competed with a 100 American, Chinese American. I won the reward. I was able to be the personal translator and interpreter for the CEO of my company, which is a, four, five, five, a Fortune 500 company. So, therefore, I was walking down the Tiananmen Square. I was very proud of myself being Chinese-American. And I looked, you know, I stayed at the five-star hotel at the time. Now I have six, seven stars. But anyway, I just told the Lord, I said, thank you, thank God that you gave me all this. As I was walking down the streets, I feel the Lord just speak, speak to me. He says, son, he said, look around. What did you see around you? And I was in the Tiananmen Square at that time in 1985. When I saw, I saw hundreds of thousands of people in the Tiananmen Square. Not today, of course. And it was getting dark. And the Lord says, Do you look at them? Do you see anything different from them? I said, Lord, I don't see anything different. We all have dark hair, slanted eyes. We all use chopsticks. I don't see any difference. And the Lord spoke to me and say, look it again. And the second time I look again, I saw the difference. I saw that they were in the darkness, but I was in the light. I couldn't believe it. I said, God, I was born in a Christian home. I couldn't be a Buddhist. I could be a Taoist. I could be an atheist. I could be a Confucianist. But you brought me into a home a four generation of Christians. I said, God, why me? What makes me different from these people? I don't deserve this, and the Lord at that moment, at the moment when I said that, I feel the Lord just speak, speak to me, say, "I am that I am." You will never ever know why I did the way I did it, but all I want you to do is to see the grace in your life and be, be and obey to me. So, therefore, at that moment, I just saw myself as God. I wasn't born. So that I can be rich, be famous. I wasn't born so I can enjoy life in America. I wasn't born so I could be. I could tell people I'm more well educated. I'm better than you. I speak better English than you. That was not the reason I was born. I was born because I was born with a purpose. A purpose that I would go to my people and let my people and tell Pharaoh, let my people go. And so before I left that, China, God gave me a degree. God gave me a scripture. That scripture become my decree. That scripture from Acts chapter 14, I believe verse 47, says, I shall set you for the nation. You shall be salvation to the end of the world. I set you as a light, I'm sorry, I set you as a light to the Gentiles and you shall be for salvation to the end of the world. At that moment, I began to cry. I said, yes, Lord, you have set me as a light. For the Gentiles and we shall be salvation to the end of the world I made that decree in 1985 and today after 40 some years I still stand strong on that decree whenever I go beloved I want to encourage you I love you all very much make a decree in 2024 tell God why you were born what's the purpose of your life Why are you even here? Why would God connect you with every nation? We have a purpose in life. If we don't, we're just aimless. We're just wasting our time on this earth. My wife and I, we are honored to be with you. We're honored to serve you today. Yes, I almost lost my voice, but I didn't lose my spirit. I didn't lose my salvation. I'm still passionate about serving God no matter where I go. If you are what, what I want to encourage you, make a decree today in 2024. Fill your decree with the pictures, with, with, with the purpose, and with the promises. Say, God, this is what I want to do. This is what I want to do for 2024. If you are with me today, you say, Pastor Timothy, I feel the Lord gave me that decree. I want you to just gently raise your hands. Let me see where you are. I want to say a prayer to you. I want to just say a prayer to you. I saw some people raise your hand. But God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Father, I pray for these men and women. They are so precious to you, God. They are so precious to you. They are your people. God, today we make that decree. We make that proclamation. We make the boldly to say that you have sent us as a light to the Gentiles. And we shall be salvation to the end of the world. Let every nation to be established in every corner of the world. Let us to be the workers that you can send out, the laborers that you can send out. Today, I want to make that decree for 2024. My life is full of purpose, full of joy, full of passion, full of anointing God. I did not come here by accident. Use me as you see fit, O oh Lord. Today is the day for salvation. If anyone over here, that every bow, head bowed. And if you are the one that you feel, Pastor Timothy, I have never given my life to the Lord. But today at this moment, I want to give my life to the Lord. I want to find purpose in 2024. I don't want just to just live this life aimlessly, foolishly. And you say, God, I want to receive you as, as my Lord and Savior how about those who have never received Jesus Christ today? You want to receive it, as every head bowed. Can you just lift up your hands and uh, lift up your eyes? I can see where you are. Just let me have a contact with you with eyes. If you have never received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, Hallelujah, Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Father, I appreciate you and thank you for this day. You are just so awesome. You are so awesome to us. We love you so much, God. I'm so grateful, God, today, with the voice you gave it to me today, that I could share my testimony. Father, I want to go out of here facing tomorrow, 2024, with a vigor, with a fresh vision with the proclamation that I can proclaim boldly, with the decree that you will establish. Today is the day of salvation. I thank you, God, for what you have done, what you are about to do. In Jesus' name I pray. Can everyone say amen? Let's give up a clap of offering. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Okay, as we're coming to the close, we have somebody who is really doing the leading. If not, it's okay. I just want you to know that if you need prayer today, take the time. Don't rush out of here. We really, truly love you. We are available. The little bit of voice I have, I'm going to offer that voice to you. We want to pray for you. I know we have other leaders in this house we're all gonna come forward sitting, standing here and pray for you. Don't leave here without a blessing. Do not allow the enemy to tell you there's no use, there's no change. God is a God of a power and God of a miracle. Let's just say a quick prayer and then we end the service, and you are welcome to come forward. God, I want to bless this congregation. Thank you, Lord, for giving us so much. In this nation, nation of Taiwan. We thank you, God, that we can serve you, we can worship so freely, which we cannot in the other end of the strait. Father, we thank you, God, the freedom has been purchased with a price that we will not take it so lightly. Father, use us as a laborers and workers for the harvest, for the end-time harvest. Father, we want to serve you, God. I ask you to bless every man, every woman, those who really suffer disease and illness. You will heal them. As you have healed me, you have given me back the voice little by little. You will heal them as well. And those who are really in the broken family, God, you'll heal the brokenness. You'll restore their families, oh God. I pray for those who may be in the financial crisis, But I pray, oh God, you will bring abundance because you are the God of abundance. Those people who are really dealing with a strained relationship, God, man a relationship as we enter into 2024. I want to give God all the glory in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. God bless you all. Hallelujah.
0: Thank you for listening. We pray this message spoke to you and built your faith. For more messages like this, visit our website at everynationtaipei.com. You can also send a prayer request and reach out to us anytime.
1: God bless you. Till next time.